Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. In today's episode, we're talking about the events that led up to the birth of Jesus. Even before our Savior was born, there are some pretty cool lessons we can learn from the context he was born into. First, his genealogy. In Matthew, his lineage is traced back through Joseph to David, and then eventually to Abraham. Quote, the book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. End quote. What's interesting, as Matthew relates Jesus' lineage, is that it's not very clean. First, in Harry Potter lingo, he's a half-blood, as David's great-grandmother was Ruth the Moabite, enemies to the Israelites, but who married Boaz the Israelite back in the Old Testament. More interesting than this, though, is that Matthew specifically calls out that Jesus is a descendant of David through Bathsheba, the woman that David married after committing adultery with her, and then sending her husband to the front lines of the war to ensure he got killed. Yikes! That's not a family history story you want attached to your family tree. And then, of course, even though Joseph did his best to cover up the fact that Mary got pregnant before they were married, surely in the small town of Nazareth, people gossiped about why Mary's baby came early. All in all, Jesus had a colorful family history, and yet God placed him in that specific family for a reason. And through Jesus, God worked miracles. I think the same is true of you and me. We all have colorful family histories. Nobody has the perfect Draco Malfoy pureblood lineage. Everyone's got challenges with siblings, parents, children, grandparents, and yet God doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't care about our past, whether our ancestors made mistakes or poor decisions or just made life complicated. He put us in our specific families at a specific time for a specific reason. And through us, God also works mighty miracles. And then we have the story of Jesus's cousin, John the Baptist. His parents had never been able to have a child, which I'm sure was heartbreaking for them, but they still lived righteously. They didn't give up on God. They continued to serve him. Zacharias served faithfully in the temple. And then one day, after they'd given up all hope of having children, an angel appeared to Zechariah to prepare him to become the father to a prophet. As Elder Holland, a current apostle of Christ, recently said, quote, While we work and wait together for the answers to some of our prayers, I offer you my apostolic promise that they are heard and they are answered, though perhaps not at the time or in the way we wanted. But they are always answered at the time and in the way an omniscient and eternally compassionate parent should answer them. End quote. Heavenly Father wanted John the Baptist to be born at a specific point in time to prepare the way for Christ. And so that was the moment that he answered the prayers of Zechariah and Elizabeth. And because of their faithfulness, John was able to do the work that all disciples of Christ strive to do. Quote, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death to guide our feet into the way of peace, end quote. I bet you and I could use a bit more light when we sit in darkness. Our families need us to guide their feet in the way of peace. So as we reflect on the birth of Christ during this Christmas season and continue to ponder on our existence and our own challenges and our own purpose, let's remember that we are special children of God. He chose this moment in time for us to live and through us, God will guide the feet of others into the way of peace. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next week.